Yo, this your boy, DJ Swagbutter. DJ Swagbutter. Coming at you live from Club Trailer Blazers. Ladies, you get in free to this podcast. Fellas, you get in free too. There's no ads. Because we don't have a Patreon. (laughs) No Patreon. My name is DJ Moleskin Journal, and you can chronicle your thoughts in me. And I'm DJ Swagbutter. And uh, we've got a show for you. We have a, a large chunk of show for you today. Big old slab. Uh, this show is not just for grown folks. I mean, we keep it grown, but it's not just for grown folks, right? That's right, because we, we, ain't, we ain't up in here cussing. This is a clean podcast so that you can listen in the car with your children. Because it's annoying when you have to like turn it down or turn it off or whatever when the kids get in the car. That's annoying. We also don't tell secrets that break innocence. <laughs> we don't. Uh, so actually, my name is not DJ Swagbutter. Um, I mean, at Dragon Con, I guess it is. But uh, my real name is Ben, and I'm one half of the uh, hosts. And I'm the other half, and my name is Nick. And we are coming at you live uh, if you're in our house listening to us right now. Which is possible if you're Jess in the other room. She can hear me through the wall. Uh, also, if somebody hacked one of those uh, Amazon drones that we're going to talk about. Oh, that's right. I, d- I don't have one of those yet, but... I don't yet either, but I'm on a VPN. And, and. <laughs> oh, folks, well, welcome back uh, to episode 49. Uh, yes, I believe so, yeah. Well, sweet. Well, we got a we got a lot uh, to talk about today. A lot of stuff. We've just got a lot of content. We're gonna pack in here. Uh, we normally like to start with what we done watched this week. Gather round, children, while we tell you what we watched on TV since last week. Ben, you you look like you have watched a lot of stuff this week. I have watched more stuff in the past week than I have in probably the past like two or three months combined. Yeah, why don't why don't you start off? Why don't you just start us off? Because mine's not going to take very long. Okay, <laughs> okay, all right. So I want to start off with I started to watch the um, this this movie, a Netflix movie called I'm Thinking of Ending Things. We both uh, a couple weeks ago thought that the trailer looked interesting and weird, and we didn't know what to make of it, but we were both intrigued, and so I, I remained intrigued and started to try to watch it. Uh, I got about twenty minutes in, and I had to turn it off. Um, it, there's, they are in the car in the snow, driving through the snow for literally the first 20 something minutes of the movie. Uh, and she's reading this poem or no, no, she's reciting this poem that I guess that she's written and it is the most boring, abysmal thing. I'm like, is this real? Like who, what is this? And so, so I, so I stopped it. I actually came back, you know, like a couple of days later and was like, let me just give it another shot. So I watched another 20 minutes of it. And I had to turn it off again. It's 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 terrible, in my opinion. In my opinion, it's awful. It's it is like eye gougingly bad. I'm gonna still have to check it out because Charlie Kaufman wrote the movie adaptation, which is one of the best movies ever made. So it's hard for me to think that it could be that awful. It is not. It's just. It is not uh, my speed. It is not a movie for me. Okay, you may you may like it. Who knows? Not for me. I've been more excited about the good reviews that the Sofia Coppola, Bill Murray, Rashida Jones movie has been getting, even though I don't have Apple. I gotta find a way to to get that. Yeah, yeah. Well, and so when I actually quit this movie, then I started watching Uncut Gems, which is completely opposite of this movie. 
Uncut Gems felt very realistic. Like you felt like you were watching the lives of real people in New York. I have that on my watch list. I haven't checked it out yet. That's an A24 movie. We got Ben over here promoting A24 now. <laughs> what is happening? Hey, human sacrifice, dogs and cats living together, mass hysteria. Uh, no. Oh my gosh. I will say, I've never seen a movie like Uncut Gems. The soundtrack is like these 80 synths, synthesizers and stuff. Um, really interesting opening and closing. I don't know. It was. It's It's really interesting. I. It's almost... Um, in the, in the vein of like a Scarface type of movie, uh, where it's like, it's not all about crime and drug dealing, but there's the, but there's criminal elements in it. Uh, but everyone's, everyone's pretty terrible. I will say, I will say that normally I don't like movies where everybody's terrible, but this felt so real that I was like, these are, these are like real people, um, that I can imagine existing. Uh, and so it's actually, I really liked it. I want to watch it now. I had really no interest. I had it on my watch list because everyone said it was so good, but I wasn't like chomping at the bit to watch it or anything. But if you're saying it's good, I feel like maybe I'll think it's good. Yeah, it's it's good. I, I will say, I mean, you've, you've never seen a movie like this, I don't think. It felt real in the way that, oh, I was comparing it when I was watching it. To something that felt... Re- oh, I know what it was. Uh, Creed. You know how Creed like felt like you were really at a boxing gym in Philly? Yeah, 100%. Yeah, it, it's like that. But it's like New York and Jewish people and jewelers and all that, and, like, all that kind of stuff. I'm going to watch this. You've talked me into it. Yeah. All right, so then I also watched the platform that uh, Spanish... It's in Spanish about the platform that goes down all the levels and that has the food on it. Yeah. Uh, whoo, boy. D- uh, talk about a downer. I finished it. Uh, but it was like a... You had to work through it. There's like no comedy in it. Uh, there's no relief. It is just brutal the entire time. I would not have guessed in a million years half the movies that you watched this week would be on this list. <laughs> I, I know. I, try, I tried to mix it up here. Uh, so then I also watched The Social Dilemma, and I would actually recommend everybody watch that. Uh, you can watch it with your like tweens or teens. Uh, there's like I think there's like one curse word by... A, a senator of all people or a congressman or whatever uh but it's uh it, it's not a lot of surprises but there is some eye, there is some eye-opening stuff but you're not going to be surprised by a lot of it okay social media is not hasn't been great it's a tool that's been uh wielded incorrectly these days okay then I, i've been watching toy galaxy yeah, mean, we know good. we all know what that's about it's great uh really like that i've been watching raised by wolves still it's good uh i think i probably would have liked this better if it was a movie i think it's kind of going on too long but i feel that i feel like that way about most shows uh all right and then this is the one i really want to talk about i watched tenet 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 so the podcast my wife works for the popcast with knox and jamie uh they their company popcast media group rented out an independent movie theater here in town it was actually not that expensive because they have such limited seating so we rented it out, and it was just like the five of us um, watching this movie, Tenet. That's the best way I've ever heard of watching a movie. It was really nice. We could, like, yell at each other in the theater and, like, That's talk. That's great. Because <laughs> we were all, like, separated. You know, we were social distancing. But uh, it was an amazing experience. I, I love the experience. Uh, what I didn't love was Tenet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we, we texted a little about this. But why don't you let everyone know what your initial impressions are without spoilers? Oh, I will give you no spoilers. You know how we are about spoilers on this podcast. Um, this is I'm going to go ahead and tell you this is my least favorite Nolan movie. 
Imagine seeing a trailer to a movie and and then not really knowing what the movie was about, but being intrigued, and then going to see the movie and knowing even less than after you watched the trailer. Uh, imagine watching a movie and being confused the entire time. Watching a movie where they set rules only to seemingly break them in their in the, the their own noodly rules. They break them. I do, I could not tell you what. I don't I don't know why this movie was called Tenet. I couldn't tell you why this movie was called Tenet. They hmm. do things in this movie, and I can't tell you their motivation. I couldn't tell you why they did it. I can't tell you how this concept works. I don't even think I really understood the concept that the movie's based upon, let alone the inner workings of it. Uh, maybe I'm just an idiot. Maybe you will watch this movie, and you're like, this makes complete sense. I get this. I was lucid. I was paying attention the whole time. It opens up awesome. I mean, the opening scene is awesome and then it quickly descends into you having no idea what's happening Hmm. and it remains that way the entire movie yeah this is this one was never much on my radar i'm not a giant nolan fan i kind of have i'm developing a morbid curiosity though from from just from hearing you (laughs) talk about it but i i don't think i'll pay to see it isn't your girl in this uh gold she was gold in uh, yeah elizabeth debicki Devicki, yeah, she looks. Um, she, uh, she's like a Cammy Nowen. She's like eight feet tall. Oh yeah, yeah, tall and gold. That yeah, do, that apparently the, she... does it for me. That worked <laughs> for me a lot in Guardians. I love gold. Uh, she is the tallest person in this movie, uh, easily. And uh, anyway, so it's kind of funny that uh, she's fine in it. Yeah, so I don't know. I mean, I, do I regret seeing it? No. Um, it was it was a fun watch, even though I didn't understand it. So, I don't know. I, I can't recommend it, though. <laughs> well, I'll watch it for free sometime just to see if I can follow along. Yeah. Uh, now, I will say, Jamie Golden, who was with us, had read heard wa- or watched a YouTube video, like a 15-minute long YouTube video that kind of explained things. And there was a little bit of spoilers in there, but she said that she, I think she enjoyed the movie more because she understood it more, maybe. So I would maybe recommend that uh, before you see it. Hmm. Yeah. All right. So what'd you watch? I haven't been in the mood lately to commit to a new narrative. So I, I haven't started anything new. Like if there's new things I want to start, but I just haven't been able to commit. So I've been watching a lot of Toy Galaxy. It's mostly what I do now. Uh, we did finish rewatching all of Adventure Time, which there's there's a lot of episodes of that, so it takes a while if you're going to rewatch it. But I think that's the best series. I think that's my favorite series finale. Like I think it it ended the best of any series that I like. And then we started because we would watch that when we were eating dinner, just so there's something on. And now we've started watching Muppets Now, and that second episode of Muppets Now, the game show thing. Man, that was funny. That was one it's of the so funniest funny. Muppet things I've ever seen. That King Prawn, he is so funny. That was so funny. That whole part. That, I don't. Know, I don't want to spoil it. If you have Disney Plus, if you're, uh, if you're, if you don't really, if you're not a big Muppets fan, at least watch the second episode. Yeah. So you can watch this game show because it's so, so funny. I was laughing it's out so loud, funny. which I don't. I don't usually do. Uh, but that's it. That's all I watched. Well, cool. Uh, well, that's good. And well, I say what? Let's just go right on to the new news. I don't want news. I want pictures of Spider-Man. Yeah, we got some new news for you today. New news. The first one is I will keep you guys appraised of all Ryan Gosling news as it comes out. 
he's making a new movie with David Leitch directing, and David Leitch directed Deadpool 2 and John Wick, and I think he was a part of a people who directed John Wick. I think maybe two guys directed John Wick. Chad Stalski was the other one. But David Leitch is a good director, and he used to be a stuntman, and so he's making this movie about about a stuntman. It's untitled, but Ryan Gosling is going to play the stuntman. He said it's a very personal movie to him that he's been trying to get put together for a long time. So I'm excited about that. So that's four Ryan Gosling projects in the works right now. The others being the Wolfman movie with the Invisible Man director, the one with Chris Evans on Netflix that they're making, and uh, the guy who, Andy Weir, who wrote The Martian, wrote a, a space movie with Ryan Gosling that they're making. So I don't think that one has a title yet either, or maybe it does. It's some... Some space movie by the guy who wrote The Martian. Okay, cool. So that's your Gosling update. <laughs> I wonder if a stuntman is going to do the stunts for Ryan Gosling in the movie about stuntman. This is going to be stuntception. I imagine uh, they would do that because if David Leitch is a stunt was a stuntman, he would want to create jobs for stuntmen. That makes sense. Uh, we have some bad news. Widow, Black Widow, gets moved to May 7th, 2021. Yeah, so this is was going to come out in November, but they don't want to release anything. So they're pushing it back. They moved the entire Marvel slate back. So Widow comes out in, in uh, May. Falcon and the Winter Soldier is pushed back probably after Widow. I have a theory that the post-credits scene for Black Widow uh, will be a have something to do with Falcon and Winter Soldier, which is why they keep moving it them both together. So I think it'll come out after that because of that. Yeah, so it's going to be a long time. long time until any any movies come out. But at least we get WandaVision, which we're going to talk about in a while here. Because we got a trailer for that. We did. Spoilers. Uh, tell me, do you know anything about Peacemaker? Okay, so James Gunn is making that the sort of reboot or sequel follow-up to the suicide... Called The Suicide Squad, which is like the DC super Suicide Squad which is loosely connected to the first movie, I guess. But one of the characters in there is called Peacemaker, and he's played by John Cena. And apparently, John Cena and James Gunn had so much fun working on this movie that they pitched a sequel, like a prequel series about his character to HBO, which they went for. So they're making a, a Peacemaker series with John Cena on HBO made by James Gunn that will probably fit in line with like doom patrol nonsense so i'm excited about that i don't really care like i've never heard of peacemaker before and i don't know anything about dc but i like james gunn yeah we, we do trust james gunn yep uh we just got news today that there's a nick fury show gonna get made on disney plus starring sam jack that'll be fun uh, everybody loves samuel jackson i think i've never heard of anyone who didn't I I do I in fact do and I don't know I guess did he pitch this or he just say yeah I'll do it he doesn't usually sign on for like a TV type thing I imagine uh, he he had something to do with it because he he's been building they've been building up his history a little more with Captain Marvel and I, I imagine he's gonna he wants to leave his stamp on it so and and I can't accept anyone else as Nick Fury now like you know Nick Fury used to be like a like a white guy with like Mr. Fantastic hair and that image of him is completely gone from my mind. 
Yeah, I mean, if you say Nick Fury, Samuel Jackson's face pops up in my mind. Yeah, same. So he's he's Nick Fury. So and I'm excited about this. More yeah. more Marvel spy stuff. I'm sure they'll work in some some weird third tier characters like they're no doubt going to do with these other series, which is one of the like Batrock the Leapers coming back for Falcon and Winter Soldier. <laughs> I'm okay with that. Listen, Marvel knows how to make some espionage movies or shows or whatever, so totally on board. Yeah, I'm here for it. Yeah. All right, well, that does it for the new news, and that brings us to the question times. The the what? The question times. Let me times you a question. Oh, man. It's like you only said question without without the S. I did, and uh, and the reason is because we have such an, a, a fully packed episode, uh-huh, uh, we, we had to do just one question because we're really trying to blaze through this. John Blaze. Yeah. trailer. We're going to trailer blaze through this episode. but uh, Hey, th- there you <laughs> go. I need to throw like a, a, the air horn in there. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, all right, so we came up with this uh, question together. We think it's a good one. Uh, the question is, what Disney show would you pull the budget from to make a show about? Uh, and what would be that Disney property or uh, I guess, yeah, what Disney property would you make the new show about? So it's it's almost like two questions, right? <laughs> yeah. And, and and what you're pulling the budget from, I think if you want to say movies or shows, that would be all right. Because yeah. to me, every time... Disney is like, I want to make a live-action version of this animated Disney classic. A light goes off, and the money that they were going to set aside from that gets drained out of a big tube, and it goes into (laughs) this big thing called Nick's Man-Thing Fund. Because there is a Marvel character called the Man-Thing, which is the first comic book swamp monster. He predates Swamp Thing, he predates all the other ones. Uh, The Heap. And, uh... Man thing is is the OG. He's scary. He's cool looking. He's got like weird root face with a, like a tentacle nose. Uh, he's giant. He's got glowing red eyes. I want them to do an X Files esque Disney Plus show that's sort of mimicking the X Files, where young Agent Coulson and and Maria Hill, who's just like a rookie have to do like an x-files investigation of something and it's man thing and it's like a spooky x-files series i want that so bad that i would watch that 100 percent. yep so that is my answer and and the budget's huge because every time they think let's make a live action version of lady on the tramp instead the money from that pools itself into my man thing movie or like series so it's it's got this huge multi-million dollar budget I think pulling it from live action Lady in the Tramp makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Uh, yes. Pull it. Yeah. Pulled. So I'm gonna I'm gonna hook the drainage tube up to really any show with Dove Cameron in it. Uh, so that's Disney's Descendants. Um, and while I'm at it, I might as well drain that uh, that second born sh- second born Royals whatever. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you may say, well, Ben, you you're stealing this from the uh, the t- the tweens and the young teens. You're stealing it from them. No, no, these things don't have those those kids have plenty of crap that we need to drain that. But especially Dove Cameron, because I because we I don't know if we talked about Dove Cameron. I do not like Dove Cameron. I don't think we we have, but I don't care for her much either. I, I do not like that. She's like the um, she's like the Nega Zendaya. 
<laughs> so as you know, we love Zendaya. She has made right moves in her career, and Dove Cameron has been not very smart, shall we say, with her career moves. Uh, and also, I just don't like her. So, um, so yeah, we're going to drain that, and then we are going to make, we're going to hook the hose up to a really good Robbie Ray's Ghost Rider movie. That would be awesome. We're gonna, we keeping yeah. Gabriel Luna. Uh, I actually do. I actually love Gabriel Luna, so I do want to keep Gabriel Luna. Okay, I wanted to keep him as well. So yeah, I'm on board. I, I actually I like him as an actor, and he and I looked at his IMDb. He does. He's only in one thing coming up. I was like, why? Aren't, why isn't he in other stuff? Wasn't he in that Terminator movie? He was. He was, and he's good in it. You know, hmm. like I just like the guy. Um, so uh, I, you know, after this next thing that he's filming now, I hope he's in something good. But anyway, I think it, it's time. We need a good Ghost Rider movie, dude. Yeah, for sure. I want a Johnny Blaze. Like Johnny Blaze is, is my favorite ghostwriter, and they keep making bad Johnny Blaze ones. So I would like a good Johnny Blaze one too, because Robbie Reyes was good on Agents of Shield, but there wasn't enough of him. But like maybe maybe multiple ghostwriters, maybe like a ghost like a ghostwriter team. I, I I'm okay with that because and I'm more of a car guy than a motorcycle guy, which is the reason I want Robbie Reyes. Uh, but listen, I'll take. Johnny Blaze, and then I'll even check. I'll even take that storyline where he goes into space and has to like Cosmic Ghost Rider. Cosmic Ghost Rider. I I love. I think that's so out of this out of this world. No pun intended, but uh, I think it's just a fun premise because you would never expect Ghost Rider to be in space. Yeah, that's pretty great. He should fight the Punisher. He's always great with the Punisher. Yeah, yeah. You can you can just th- th- listen. Just throw Punisher in there whenever you want. That's what yeah. I say. And bring back John Bernthal. Yeah. So that is so. That's the question. Uh, why don't you write to us? Tell us what you would drain and what you'd pump that money into. What do you want? Yeah, give us your Disney, your original Disney Plus show idea. Make your pitch. Why don't you? All right. So that does it for the question times, and that brings us to Alterna trailers. A fancy word for commercials. Bum 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 bum. So we actually have two alternate trailers this week. Uh, we're bringing the, we're bringing this back hardcore. We had it last week. We're bringing it back uh, again this week. Uh, this is really the Amazon alternate trailers because Amazon had some kind of event or whatever re- uh, release. What do you call it? Uh, reveal. That's some, it. Yeah, like an event. Yeah. Uh, so the the big buzz in the uh, technology world. This is be you know something that they would be talking about at uh, CES. The uh, consumer electronic show the amazon ring security drone have you seen this yes this is the greatest thing ever i will be buying this it is a little drone that has like a docking bay and if you have a ring account which i do because i have a ring doorbell uh you can when you're remote you can activate the drone and have it fly around your house and look at different things so so if i'm like at my friend's house in say indiana indiana and I'm like, I wonder what's uh, going on outside. I can pull out my phone, activate the drone, have it go look out my back door, scare the neighbor's dogs maybe, <laughs> to see what's going on. I just like it. I like this kind of stuff. I basically want to be like a robot man controlling all sorts of weird robots from my back room. <laughs> I think it would be useful too. Like, did I leave the oven on? Yep. The dr- the drone will tell you. It will. It will know. It will know. This is good. This is a good idea. I think it is pretty good too. Like if 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 it was like somehow tied to motion detectors or something like if somebody's on your back deck, you could have that drone be like, "Wait a minute." And it, you know, shines a light on them and, and they'd be like, "Whoa, this this house has security." And then they leave. 
Yep. I have a ring sticker on my, my doorbell, or on my back door, just so people know that I can see them if they're back there. Nick can see you. That's my purse! I don't know you! <laughs> I think this is pretty cool, though. Now, you don't actually control this drone. Uh, this thing flies on its own autonomously. But you activate it. Yep. I want to I wanna see it. And I guess you can tell it where to go. You just don't actually fly it yourself. Because humans tend to wreck things. Yeah. But you can make it pause and hover and stuff. That's pretty cool. Okay. Then the other thing that they uh, revealed was the Amazon Luna, which is a game streaming service with a controller and everything. And it has like 100 games. And it's like the Netflix of games. So you're paying, so it costs six bucks a month and you get to play as much, any of these games as much as you want streaming. And it's like Assassin's Creed Valhalla and SteamWorld Dig 2 and uh, big, big name games. This is pretty great. Uh, I don't play games fast enough where this still wouldn't, wouldn't be worth it for me because of how slowly I play games. Like you'll see like Ghost of Tsushima, I've been playing on and off since a couple weeks ago like labor day and i barely have progressed at all because i'm scared to do anything (laughs) (laughs) it's uh yeah i I think if you're playing games slowly you know it it may not be for you um but i mean there's a lot of cool stuff in here bloodstained that uh castlevania light game control is on here uh grid Uh, there's a lot of stuff man yeah if you're a gamer it's almost guaranteed it's a good deal yeah, yeah. The new Watch Dogs is coming out on it. A lot of cool stuff. Anyway, I I have a, enough games right now that I don't need I don't need this. Uh, can you imagine being like a kid though and having this? Yeah, that's the first thing I thought of was like, man, like if you're on summer vacation and you're a kid at home, this would be pretty rad. Or especially during COVID because a lot of kids are just at home. Yeah, yeah, it would be awesome, man. So I mean, six bucks a month. I'm hoping this influences Stadia uh, to like have sort of this Netflix of games on Stadia and at a low price. Cause then I'm like, I mean, I'm already, I'm already invested in that system. I've already got the controller and everything. So it would be nice to do that. For sure. Yeah, yeah. that would be good. I hope they do that for your, for your sake. For my sake. All right. So that's all the alternative trailers we have this week. And that brings us to the new, 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 booger trailers guys this is mostly boogers this is the return of the no-no trailers gosh it really is and and nick and i but we're talking before that and we're like we just agreed with each other let's just john blaze through these new new trailers we'll focus on the two that we like yep and, and we're really just going to uh what it, how did you put it uh dis, we're going to dismissively <laughs> progress through them yes we're very much going to dismiss these we're, this is more of a video game heavy episode you'll come to find. Yeah, the video game one quarter portion might end up being the one third portion. Uh-huh. All right, so the first uh, trailer that we have here is actually the one that we're probably the most excited about, which is WandaVision. Yeah, so this came out of left field the other day, the WandaVision trailer. Pretty excited about this. This takes place after Avengers Endgame, and it stars... Elizabeth Olsen and Paul Bettany, Catherine Hahn is in it, Randall Park's character, Jimmy Woo, he's back. Monica Rambeau from from Captain Marvel, the little girl, is grown up, and she's a, a character in this, and they're introducing S.W.O.R.D. If you, if you know Marvel, S.W.O.R.D. is like the space version of S.H.I.E.L.D. And it looks really trippy. Wanda's clearly in some sort of disassociative state, 
creating all this weird alternate reality stuff. You got Catherine Hahn, who I'm pretty sure is playing Agnes Harkness from the uh, the Vision Family comics or whatever, or Agatha Harkness, not Agnes. Yeah, so it's it's gonna be trippy. It's gonna be a lot of it is gonna be conjured from Scarlet Witch's mind. She's got that kind of power, and it looks awesome. You know, when when Steve Rogers wakes up, spoiler alert, but when Steve Rogers wakes up and he's in the facility. Yeah. Uh, but, he th- you know, it's like decorated like 1940s or whatever. I think this is a prediction. I think that while, you know, while she's having all this trippy stuff going on and maybe it's in her mind or whatever, she wakes up and she's on a sword spacecraft in space. That's good. That's a good idea. Well, we'll be able to learn and see if you're right in December because that's apparently when this is coming out i love to see uh, the high budget of these disney plus shows and see vision again because i miss i love vision and I, I was very sad when he was murdered and i like to see him he's probably st- still dead so this is probably a weird thing there's even a thing where Catherine Hahn tells him that he's dead in the trailer and he looks very concerned oh. <gasps> am i dead no why would you think that because you are. Uh, I, I don't know where it could go. Well, they have not revealed much in the trailer in that they've only revealed the house that they're in in her mind and the neighborhood, I guess, because he's outside when that car, that woman's in that car. Yeah, it's like all sitcom Yeah, so it's like they haven't gone outside the scope of this neighborhood. So I think they're waiting to reveal the sword stuff and maybe be on a spacecraft and all that. They're waiting to reveal that, don't you think? Yeah, the only thing from Sword was like a quick shot of a bunch of people walking wearing badges. Yeah. Did you say, is this the show that they're using the techniques from Mandalorian on with the the giant screens? I wouldn't be surprised if they're doing that, but what I was talking about was the Thor, the Taika Thor Love and Thunder. They're going to shoot That's using it. that, the screens. That's it. That's right. That's what it was. Because he, he really liked that when he was directing the, the finale of that show. Ah, it's so cool. All right, so let's uh, we're gonna we're gonna go quickly through some of these things here. Uh, so the second trailer that we have is for Black Narcissus. Yeah, Narcissus. Uh, oh, Narcissus. Uh, this has got my girl Gemma Arterton in it, but that does not make me want to see this. Yeah, this is there's a, a comedy movie called The Little Hours, which is about a bunch of nuns that live on a convent and they they sort of get sick of being nuns, so they start doing weird, random stuff and. I think there's like a witch thing at the end. And it, this looks like a serious version of The Little Hours. Yeah, it, but it looked, they, the way it's, well, at least the way the trailer makes it look, it looks very stressful. And I just, I cannot do that this year. There's something sinister going on. I don't want, I can't do that. I can't do sinister this year, dude. Yeah, I also don't know why it's called Black Narcissus. Narcissus is the Greek guy who stared at himself in the pond and like fell in love with his own ref- reflection which is the root word of narcissism you know right so i don't know what what this what black narcissus refers to and why a bunch of nuns who appear to be in india at a convent uh so i I don't this might be about something and we just don't know what it is but i don't know from wikipedia the title refers to the karen perfume narcissus noir based on the 1939 novel by rumor godden the film revolves around the growing tensions within a small convent of Anglican nuns who are trying to establish a school and hospital in the old palace of an Indian Raja at the top of an isolated mountain above a fertile valley in the Himalayas. It is a remake of a film from 1947, 
or a reinterpretation of the original text. Yeah, yeah it could be, but yeah, we don't know, so we're we're, we're ignorant. Yeah, but perhaps, but I don't want to watch this. Yeah. Okay, I I also don't want to watch the Glorias. Yeah, this is a biopic of or biopic of Gloria Steinem, Julianne Moore, Alicia Vikander. Yeah, a lot. Laura Croft is in there. Yeah. Uh, th- this just looks boring. I mean, it just looks boring. Like plain yeah. and simple, it just looks boring. Yeah, most biopics tend to be boring. <laughs> we are not a big fan of biopics here. Uh, so that's all I'm gonna say. It just looks boring. Uh, the last good biopic I can think of that I saw was Hidden Figures. Uh, who was that? That was the one with the those the girls that did at worked at NASA and they did the math. Uh, and it had, that's right. Yeah, uh, Janelle Monae was in it and stuff. That was good. Okay. Uh, another movie I'm not going to see. Uh, this is a real Debbie Downer. It's called Supernova. Yeah. So this is our Angela's Ashes uh, on the Beach of the Week. Uh, supernova it's about uh stanley tucci and colin firth are like a couple and was it colin firth was had like alzheimer's or something yeah it's alzheimer's and he's slowly descending into forgetting and then he's gonna die yeah Uh, and it's just you get to journey with him as he slowly dies and forgets everything uh no thanks yeah stanley tucci is too good of an actor for me to watch him be sad for that long i mean yes why i mean why did he to me he wasted his time with this when he could have been doing something other that something else that we would actually watch that's not going to be uh just going to take you further down in 2020 i'm not feeling the slow death movies in 2020 god dude that is so right you're so right. And so what? Why? Why are they making these? Or at least, why are they releasing them this year? These slow death movies. That's exactly what they are. And then we have to watch these trailers, and they're not for us, but they're the only ones that come out the, during the week. <laughs> and so we still have to talk about them. Yeah, I mean, we only we have an Adele Levine here. Uh huh. Adele we, Levine. <laughs> Adele Levine. So, all right. So we're not going to see that. Okay. Also, not going to see the Crudes two. I never saw the Crudes one. I never did either. What about your kids? Uh, I don't think so. Unless it came out on Netflix and they watched it when I didn't see them watching, but I don't think they've ever seen it. Yeah. This is not the Crudes Dudes podcast. This is not <laughs> that. I will not name it that. Uh, we are not the Rude Crudes uh, podcast. <laughs> Jess saw the first movie. She said it was weird. She said it was a, uh, a dad versus boyfriend movie, and that that I found somewhat strange, but hey... The the plot of this does not look very strong, and so they're like relying on, I guess, the gags and the jokes, and they're not funny. I just, I just don't. This doesn't look interesting to me. They they made it really colorful, and I are they relying that kids are just going to want to watch a really colorful movie? It's probably full of really topical twenty twenty references. No thanks. Uh, moving on. Next up, we have a trailer for Cadaver. This is on Netflix. So this is a movie where everyone in a house is taking part in a play, and the people wearing masks are the observers, not the actors. So everyone, anyone not wearing a mask is an actor. And then it it starts to turn into, but wait, is this actually real? Are we in danger? Is something happening to us? You know, is this really not a thing? Which I feel strongly is a genre, but I can't think of any other examples. But doesn't it feel like there's a lot of movies like this? I, I think you're right. Yes, there is this sort of premise. Yes. I think maybe that that show with Rain Wilson, that Amazon show Utopia or whatever, maybe that's like this, where there's like an ARG that people didn't know if it was real or not. I don't 
no, this is like some weird mini version of the Truman Show almost. Uh-huh, yeah, like a psychological thriller Truman Show. I mean, this could be, this might be good, but it it it's very, it bothers me that I can't think of other examples where I feel like this is a prevalent genre thing. Yeah, this was, wasn't this in French as well? Yeah, this is a French movie. Netflix has been getting a lot of uh, international stuff lately. Yeah. The trailer made this seem almost like horror. Uh, a thriller horror, maybe? I want this to be more thriller than horror. Psychological thriller. I like that better. I th- I got that vibe from it. it I guess it, I. the only other thing it could be is some sort of weird slasher thing, and I didn't get the vibe of that from this yeah. trailer. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this is something, if there's nothing else to watch, I might check it out, but it's, it's it doesn't seem like it's something that I would normally watch, so I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Plus, the bar has been set really high with Into the Night uh, being being in French. It's your move, cadaver. <laughs> why was it called cadaver? I cannot figure out why it was called cadaver. Maybe it's like supposed to be a murder mystery play or something. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, maybe it is. Okay. All right, so then we have a trailer for... the. We, we have the actual trailer for Synchronic. Synchronic. Got him. This, uh, I hope this makes more sense than Tenet, I'll say that. Yeah, this is a trippy movie. Anthony Mackie's a cop. He goes to a crime scene, and then it, it's got weird, janky special effects. Annihilation-esque, dream sequency, bit distortion. Kind of like that uh, Mandela effect trailer that we watched a while ago. Oh, yeah. I don't know, it, it looks like it could be good, but it might be super pretentious and boring. Yeah, it, it could be. I just wonder if it's, is it like, hey, these are not really well thought out premises or whatever, but it, we're just going to have this spectacle almost, like his hands are disappearing or whatever. And it just be like, kind of go over the audience's head maybe. I don't know. Yeah, he, it has something to do with time being an illusion, which is a, a concept that I enjoy. I enjoyed the... Uh, Someone once told me time is a flat circle. The idea of, of time not being linear in, as, in terms of like philosophy and uh, just sort of what is that quantum quantum physics and stuff like that it is interesting. I'm not, I'm not a genius, so I don't understand it. But uh, I like that kind of stuff usually. But the, I don't know. Something about this made me think this might be real dull. Could, I mean, it very well could be. It could be. Yeah, but I'm going to keep my eye on this one. Yeah, I will too. We we like Anthony Mackie, so yeah, we'll keep our eye open. Okay, so then we have something you're excited about: the haunting of Bly Manor. This is trailer number two. Yeah, so this was this gave us a little bit more glimpses of more characters. My boy Rahul Kohli was finally featured in this. He wasn't in the last trailer. He's got a mustache that's out of control. It's it's gigantic. He's got this super gigantic, powerful mustache. He. Uh, he got to speak a little in this trailer so but yeah so this comes out october 9th or something we might end up watching this all in one weekend just the hill house was so good we watched it really quickly but uh you put a note here and i'm just going to address your note you said w- will this be more freaky than horror i would not describe hill house as horror that's great okay a lot of times there are it's full of ghosts but the ghosts have their own thing going on you know, so okay. they're, the ghosts are barely concerned with the humans at all. And the humans have their own problems. And they just 
happen to exist in the same space and sometimes it crosses over i sort of like that premise okay i mean i'm more interested now that you explain it that way yeah because this the family has all these you know it's like a kind of like umbrella academy where the family's kind of messed up and scattered and then they have to come back together in a way because of the hill house and the hill house is full of ghosts so they have a lot of flashbacks to when they were kids and there's all this ghost stuff and almost in the background of every scene, there's a ghost that you can barely see or something. And that is the most fun part. The, the Hill House is one of the best things Netflix has done. And I'm hoping that Bly Manor is as well. That, that's cool. I hope it is too. That would be great because that would give me two seasons to watch through. That would be awesome. I think you, you should watch, you should check out Hill House this October because it's, you know, Halloween. And it's not a horror thing. I don't, I wouldn't say it's horror. I would argue with anyone who did just because yeah. there's ghosts and it doesn't make it horror right 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 okay that's great yeah i'm definitely saving it for halloween uh if only we could get a a ghost rider for halloween they were gonna do a series on hulu and then they didn't which makes me think that they have bigger and better ideas in store i'm okay with that i'm okay with foregoing the hulu series you know we've seen other stuff that's not great or let's we're about to talk at some, yeah, about something yeah yeah we'll, we'll get to that when we hit the adele 11th trailer uh, yeah <laughs> okay so then we have a trailer for the queen's gambit this is the official trailer for the queen's gambit yeah so this is anya taylor joy in a rock star movie about chess i like her as an actor the witch is a cool movie she was real good in that i haven't seen her in a lot of other stuff i know she's magic in the new mutants which everyone said was the best part of that movie. But this movie is like a weird rock star movie about chess where she's like drinking and taking pills and like really <laughs> it's chess. Yeah, this is, seems to be as much about her mental health as it is chess. And so as we know, I, I'm not big on mental health movies, but the whole time I was going, I just want to see the John Leguizamo chess movie. That, that's the one I'm interested in. My cousin t- texted me something the other day. And I just want to read it because it's relevant to this. He said, I was listening to a podcast and they were talking about chess if it came out today for the first time. People would be complaining that Rook is OP, needs a nerf, and that knights are for noobs and speedrun victory without using pawns. Uh, That's pretty good. That's all I could think of when I was watching this. (laughs) Rooks are OP. OP. (laughs) That's great. Uh, So are you going to watch this movie? Probably not. I probably will never get the energy up to to watch this. Yeah. When you say Rockstar movie, are you talking about Rockstar, the the game company? No. Uh, every movie about Rockstars is, is is the exact same movie, uh, where they they're like start off all right, and then they get in and they start to make it, and then they get into drugs and stuff, and then they have falling outs with everyone, and then at the end they sort of come back with their tail between their legs, and that doesn't apply to just rock movies like the wolf of wall street's exactly the same it's a rock and roll movie it's all the doors the the doors the oliver stone movie the doors every rock and roll movie since that has been that movie even even not penny's boat and lost uh what's it dominic not not dominic is it dominic yeah dominic monaghan yeah yeah his story and lost the same story yeah same thing it's always the same it's always the same yeah you're right uh all right so then we had a trailer for books of blood this is a red band trailer yeah so this is some anthology thing i think on who it's either an anthology thing on hulu 
or it loses the plot midway through and switches gears dramatically because the first thing was about a a medium who has to write out in blood what the ghosts are saying which i was into that like i like that kind of stuff i usually like it better as a book or a comic book than a movie um because i got sort of johan vibes from hellboy from that but like it looked like in the in the show it was probably gonna end up being cheesy so this is like a nudie man drawing blood on the walls yeah he had had him turn the lights off and then he he wrote a bunch of stuff on the walls he he was definitely the most built medium that i've ever seen like a medium that really hits the weights hard at the gym yeah yeah usually the mediums are uh, on the softer side yeah like klaus on uh umbrella academy yeah klaus is my favorite character i love him uh i'll tell you what this book's of blood for me this is a real hard no this is definitely horror um and the trend the the trend in horror movie trailers right now is invisible hands touching you yeah it's just been that thing from the grudge with sarah michelle geller you know yes yes it's exactly what it is like y'all sam raimi did this like 20 years ago and you've been just you've been chomping his flavor ever since God, you do. You said it. Sometimes you you put it into words so perfectly. Nick. <laughs> uh, that is the reality. What you have just said. I didn't uh, prepare it ahead of time. <laughs> that would be insane. Uh, <laughs> all right, so that's a hard no uh, for me. Uh, is that a no for you, Books of Blood? Oh yeah, I don't care about this. Yeah, okay. All right, so then the uh, Adele Levine trailer is Hellstrom. This is a Hulu original. Yeah, we started with a strong Marvel series and we're ending with a weak Marvel series. Uh, is uh, who who made this? Do you know who made this? Just Fox. Fox. Gosh, they just they mess up everything. So I had no idea until you wrote the note in the show notes that this is this is Marvel. This is Ghost Rider side characters. Yeah, Hellstrom is a, a character who first appeared as a side character in Ghost Rider comics. Uh, he's like the son of of the devil or whatever the marvel version of the devil is and uh i think him and his sister i don't i don't know because it's such a, a side character that even i don't really know I, I even read an article about it on wikipedia when they greenlit the series and i i forgot it already <laughs> must not be that interesting uh this trailer was not that interesting i'll tell you that it had about like it looked like it was cw quality yeah yeah, yeah. bad special effects yeah I just I see something like this, and I I always just want it to be more like Hellboy, and I wasn't sure what to call it. I was like, is this is it is it fantasy evil? Is it fantasy supernatural? But I think you nailed it. You said it was. It's urban fantasy. Yeah, urban fantasy. So uh, they just nobody gets urban fantasy right. Uh, I think Hellboy got it right. Um, There's a, Golden. a book series called The Dresden Files. That is really, really good at it. It's a really good book series. If uh, anyone, if anyone's interested in a good urban fantasy series, Dresden Files is good. Yeah. Uh, would you consider X Files to be somewhat urban fantasy? Yeah, in in ways it does get it does get there. It's like a because there's monsters and and cops and stuff, and so like Bright, I would consider urban fantasy. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, I liked Bright. Bright, Bright. Light Bright from Milton Bradley. I haven't seen it, but it's still it's urban fantasy. Uh, Dresden yeah. Files, mm, Hellboy, Twin Peaks. Twin Peaks in in a way for sure. Yeah, 
American Gods. Okay. There's yeah, it's out there. I know it when I see it. Yeah. This this seemed to be like focused on like uh, almost like uh, demonic type stuff, I guess. And I want that to be more fun than serious. And this was like seemed real serious. Yeah. You can do you can be serious and have gravitas and still be funny like Hellboy. There's yeah. a comic in Hellboy called Flapjacks or Pancakes. I think it's called Pancakes. And it's about how when Hellboy was a kid, he was raised on a on an Air Force base and uh the cook uh made him pancakes and he he didn't want them. He wanted whatever he was eating every day before that. And the cook's like, "Try it. You'll like it." And so he picks up the fork and he bites the pancakes and it cuts to to hell with all like all the demons down there. And then the one who's Hellboy's father is like, oh no. And then Beelzebub is like, we've lost him forever. <laughs> <laughs> like, you can, that's so great. Like, it's it, you, you take this, like, subject matter, but you just make it lighthearted. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and there's all this... This is a Hellboy podcast at heart. <laughs> but there's all Seriously. this heavy, heavy thematic material, like the end of the world stuff and and him having to deal with the you know what what the monsters think his destiny is versus what the people think his destiny is versus what he wants himself and then there's just like a joke on every page too because he doesn't he's you know he doesn't take things seriously it's so good it's the best comic it's the best comic ever yeah so this is not that uh the the hellstrom is definitely not that so i probably will not check this out yeah, I agree with what you were saying before to the in the Golden Army with the troll market. Yes, that's exactly yeah. what I was thinking of. Yeah. Yep. It's awesome. Yeah, it's great. I love that part. It's great. All right, well, that does it for all the new, new. New, new, new. New, new trailers, and we don't have any trailer mailers because we didn't ask any questions times last week, so uh, you're all dead to us. <laughs> we didn't ask the question, but you didn't answer anyway. And this is on you, frankly. This is... It really is. I mean, this is your fault. Oh! Guys, yeah, you uh, did this. You did this. You knew then, and you did nothing. <laughs> uh, but if you want to do nothing, you can email us at trailerblazerspod at gmail.com. You can and should follow us on Instagram at trailerblazerspodcast, where you will be able to answer the question times this week. You can uh, get new episode updates by following us on Twitter at trailer underscore blazers. And uh, if you want to jump through some hoops, you can log into Apple Podcasts and rate and review us with a five-star rating and a, and a gleaming review. And if you do that, Quick Mickey's going to let you know what happens. Yeah, folks, I'm going to let you know what happens on there. And if you do go on there, leave us a five-star rating. Quick Mickey's gonna play some chess. I'm on download or go on some kind of website where you can play people on chess. And I'm gonna call you up and say, hey, hey buddy, or hey lady, this Quick Mickey. Time to play chess. Uh, watch out, cause the rooks are OP. And then we're gonna play a nice friendly game of chess uh, until one of us wins and one of us loses. Now, some in the past have said, Quick Mickey. Are you the next Bobby Fisher? And I would say, no, I'm not. But I do know how to play chess. And I will play you on the digital school ways. And uh, we're going to see who the better chess player is. And that's the tip. Thank you, Quick Mickey. Uh, I'm pretty sure that 
anyone who plays me in chess will win because I don't have the patience. And for Trailer Blazers, my name is Nick Kelly, and I am a crude dude. Happy Trailers. And I'm Ben Moon, and I am invisible hands touching you. Happy Trailers. <laughs> Please don't touch me. Alley Cat Blues. Alright, and welcome back to the video games. One quarter portion. Of the show, and folks, we have actually a lot of stuff to get through here in the video games portion. Fun stuff. Isn't it fun, Nick? Aren't video games fun? I have fun, even if I play them at a snail's pace. And not particularly well. That's correct. I did uh, find a fox shrine. I might have talked about this last week. I don't remember. I think I did. I did. I found a fox shrine. Yeah, and you pet the fox? Yep. I haven't done much else in that since I'll play some this weekend, though. Yeah. Uh, I have. I haven't paid hardly any. I mean, I played a little bit of Go- Gems of War, but like not a whole lot. Uh, I've just been busy with stuff. I've been playing Among. I played Among Us last weekend at my cousin's house. I love that game. Yeah, Among Us. People are loving that game. It's very fun if you have at least. I think you need it. You really need six people minimum to have it have the effect that it needs to have. But it's really fun. It, it really all the memes are correct. Like all the memes are instantly relatable. That's funny. I'm, I I definitely want to play it uh, at the right the right setting in the right setting. Yeah, it's a good. It's a real good group game. Yeah. Uh, well, we actually have a couple of industry news items that we want to talk about. These are pretty big deals. Uh, the first, the biggest deal, I think, is that Microsoft bought ZeniMax. Yeah, that means Bethesda, uh, all your Skyrim needs, your Fallouts, your your Wolfensteins. Starfield, Doom. Doom, that's the other one. Yeah. And others. And uh, there's other games in there, too. They own a lot. So this is huge. Um, I thought this was a very shrewd move by Microsoft because Microsoft has been lagging behind Sony for years now because of the exclusives that Sony has had. I mean, Sony's had just better exclusives. God of War, Spider-Man. I prefer the controller for the Xbox because the A, B, X, Y axis stays in my brain a lot easier than the square, triangle, circle X which I, for some reason, can't keep straight. So, I pref- like if I have a choice, I like to play on the Xbox. But almost all the time, the games I want to play are exclusive to PlayStation. So, I've been... like I, I, I didn't even try to pre-order an Xbox Series X. I, uh, I failed twice to pre-order a PS5. Well, that was the other thing, too, that PS5 had pricing. So, we got... It's $4.99 for the PS5, and then the digital-only edition is $3.99. Yeah, they went up for pre-sale the other day, but they were gone instantly, and your boy failed. And I even logged on at 6 when I started working today, because GameStop was supposed to have more in stock, and I failed to get one. Did Were you trying to get just either one? No, I, don't, I just wanted the... I want the one with the drive. I don't like the digital ones, because I, yeah. I want I wanna to be able to play 4K Blu-rays. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And it does do that? It does do that? Yeah. Okay. I almost wonder, uh, God, I don't want to pay 500 bucks. When it drops in price, I might get it, because I do want a 4K Blu-ray player as well. My Xbox One X plays 4K Blu-ray, so I already have one, so I technically could go, but if one dies, I want to have more than one option. 
Yeah, that's good. Uh, do you think this was a good move on Microsoft? Oh, hundred percent. They need. They need. They have. I can't even name any exclusives that they have besides like Halo. Do they? Is Minecraft only on on Microsoft? Uh, yeah, that's. Well, I don't know. Oh, I don't know. Is that on Switch? It might be on on other stuff. Like they don't have any exclusives. Sony has all of the exclusives. Yeah, Gears of War and, Di- and uh, Halo are the only ones I can think of that are exclusive to Microsoft. If they have. Elder Scrolls 6 exclusive to Xbox or even for like a timed exclusive that will be huge for them yeah a lot of people are thinking a six month timed release for uh the next like Elder Scrolls game that would be that would be pretty huge because people do Uh not want to wait on that game no people play Skyrim on their refrigerators they're not going to wait to play it no they uh, absolutely like I could I could I, I literally have a hanking a hanking <laughs> I, I literally have a hankering to play Skyrim at this very moment it's literally an addiction I could slide back into at any moment yeah and Microsoft wants you to be addicted to them they do yeah so a very smart move on Microsoft I'm not worried about it I've got a PC so uh, I'm not worried about it but I know a lot of like people that just have a PlayStation or PlayStation people are not happy about it well they you know they get all the other games in the world so they do uh, we also had the uh, the PC requirements for Cyberpunk 2077 uh, got revealed. Yeah, I looked at this and I didn't understand it. So why don't you tackle this one? All right, I will. I will uh, try to make sense of this for you. Now, I will say people have said that the recommended specs on this are not good enough, is what people have said. So what the actual the recommended. Um, uh, graphics card that they say was actually my old graphics card, which was the GeForce GTX 1066 gigabyte, which is actually a little bit faster than your Xbox One. Yeah, I want to say Xbox One X, but it is just it is just Xbox One, right? Well, there's both. Both exist. I have an Xbox One X and an Xbox One. Okay, so I think that this graphics card is as good or maybe still even a little bit better than Xbox One X. Don't quote me on that. But they're recommending that you have that. They're also recommending that you have at least 12 gigabytes of RAM, which I don't. People normally have 16. I don't know where 12 is coming from. Uh, and then the processor, they're saying a uh, i7 or a Ryzen 3 3200G. Those are not particularly super fast CPUs. Uh, so the game, I don't know that you're going to run 60 frames a second, you know, with like ultra settings turned on with these recommended specs. So the minimum specs are kind of a joke, I would say. Uh, I, a, an i5, Intel i5, 8 gigabytes of RAM, a GTX 783 gigabytes or a Radeon RX 470. Those are like really old graphics cards. I, I feel like they're like cheaper versions. So the, the game's not going to look like you want it to with these, with these specs, okay? I'll probably buy it on a console. Yeah. I would say if you're, listen, if you're a PC person like you're going to need to up, update your graphics card to an rtx that'll do that'll do ray tracing for this game to look like it's supposed to you know what i mean yeah exactly yeah, so <laughs> i don't know what you mean that's okay well it, look, look if you want it to look amazing with ray tracing you're going to need a, a real good good rtx graphics card like the new new so uh that so that was uh for all you folks who are wondering so that's out you can go just google that uh and then uh, this, we have a fun piece of news that is related to what we talked about last week yeah, so there was an article published on The Verge about how the Xbox weird naming conventions caused Xbox One X sales to skyrocket when the Series X launched. 
So even that sentence alone. So the new the new new console is called the Xbox Series X. That's the new one. And it went up for pre-order the other day, like on Thursday or something. And while it did that, a bunch of Xbox One X's sold. Like it went up like seven hundred percent for a little while. Like the, it was it shot up over a couple hours, like seven hundred percent of what it normally sells. And the theory is that this was a bunch of people who didn't understand the difference, thought they were ordering the new one because it had X at the end, and probably a lot of secondary market bots with bad code, which, if that happened, that's the funniest thing in the world. Because I hate scalpers. So anyone who scalped it and ended up with an Xbox One X, you deserve that. That's on you. It really is. I did find that kind of funny because it's, it's exactly what it was. Now, the people who genuinely made the mistake, like, sorry. Yeah, those people can return it. But, you know, yeah. I'm sure the scalpers will too. But I, I hope the scalpers wasted their time and other real humans who want the system were able to get those. So uh, yeah. thanks thanks to Jay for sending us that that article because he sent cause he sent it specifically in reference to what we were talking about last week he's like you guys were right we, we are absolutely right the namings are terrible okay so then uh, the last piece of news we have here is that uh, no man's sky is launching with a version 3.0 called origins and this is supposed to make a lot of radical changes to this game are people still playing this I assume so. I don't know how many people are. I don't have n- those numbers. I probably should have tried to find those numbers before the podcast, but I don't know. But uh, this, the, I, you know, I may have to jump back in here. I may have to jump in there and see what's up. I feel like, yeah, people will jump back in to check out the updates. That's fine. I mean, this game still, it looks cool. Like this new version looks way more interesting for sure. Yeah, I haven't sold my disc. I don't plan on selling my disc. I'm just going to keep it. But this is supposed to make it a stranger, richer, more varied universe with deeper planetary diversity, dramatic new terrain, a host of new creatures, new weather conditions, colossal buildings, and much more. It's interesting for sure. If you're a No Man's Sky player, I'm glad that they keep updating it based on like how it was received when it first came out. So at least like in the long run, maybe you'll get what you wanted in the first place. Maybe so. So I, I'll probably check it out. Yeah. Let me know how it is. I'll let you know. All right. So that brings us to the new, new game trailers. We have... What do you want to call this? There's no way to Travoltonize 8. <laughs> the the, uh, the wickedly 8. <laughs> the hateful 8. The hateful 8. No, there's... there's, there's I mean, not, not all these are good, but there is some good things. Uh, first the thing wickedly is actually talented some... 8 Del Design. Eight Dell Dazeem. <laughs> That's all is. I got. Hey, he'll be here all night, folks. So the uh, so we have a, the Prince of Persia: Sands of Time remake. Yeah, I've never played a Prince of Persia game, but this looked kind of cool. So this is one of my favorite games of all time. Oh, nice! This, so they're remaking two of our favorite games of all time in the same year because Mafia comes out in a little bit here. Yes, yes, indeed it is. So I would say if you've never played Sands of Time, you should get this remake because it is so good. Uh, and actually, the the Prince of Persia game that they made, uh, not the sequel to this game or maybe even the third sequel of this game, but the game that they just re- they called Prince of Persia where he has like the purple and the orange. Also a very fun game. I really liked the design in that game. But, but Sands of Time is 
just amazing. Uh, so definitely recommend you pick this up or play it if you've never played it before. Maybe I'll have to... It looked like it would be fun on Switch. Probably on... I think it was on Switch. I don't recall. Well, if it's on Switch, I might check it out. It looks like it would be a good Switch game. Yeah. So there, that's coming out. And then we have Minecraft PSVR. Yeah, I've never really played Minecraft. Just plays it sometimes. This made me wish I played Minecraft. It looks really cool in, in VR. It really does. Uh, it, uh, my, my daughter has played it. She's into Roblox now. Uh, but she did play Minecraft for quite a while as well. What's Roblox? I don't know. It's popular. <laughs> I know it's popular, but I don't know. This is the old man podcast. Yeah, I think you can make games within Roblox. Because she was like, I played a um, a game that's like Among Us in Roblox. And I was like, oh, somebody oh. must have made that. Is that. Okay, that might be the one that, that Donkey plays sometimes on, on Video Game Donkey on YouTube. He plays other people's like Mario games they make and stuff. Yeah, something, yeah, something like that. I like Dreams, that game Dreams, and it's called. Dreams. Oh yeah, Dreams. That's the donkey one. Dreams, yeah. whatever. Yeah, that was the donkey one. Uh, go to Google Image Search. All right, so then <laughs> we have uh, a trailer for King Shunt, which is a terrible name, I think. Yeah, king unless Shunt? you're the king, unless you're the king of the badgers from Magic Tavern. Uh, this doesn't really work for me either. Neither one of them realized it was meant to be King's Hunt. This game was too nondescript. Like, I, it was a real short trailer. It was like a minute and a half. And I was so bored by the end of it that I was like, I just want to go on Instagram. Guy, it really was boring. Uh, they uh, First of all, I will say they lost me at Tower Defense when they said Tower Defense. Uh-huh. I was like, nope. Uh, so there's a lot of cl- like clipping in this game. Like You'll have somebody that jumps in the air and slams their weapon down because it's third person. They'll slam their weapon down on enemies. And like half their body, like their legs and the whole weapon go through the ground. <laughs> and then they pop and they back up. they put it up. in the trailer. Yeah. It's just like, a, it's a PC game, but it looks like a mobile game to me. Yeah, it looks like a game that a guy would be playing on the subway next to you. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. Uh, this does not look like, I mean, maybe if you're like 13 and, and it's free, I guess you'd play this. Uh, I don't right. know. Uh, so it's it's forgettable. Uh, then we have Monster Hunter Rise. This is a, I think it's a Switch exclusive. I believe that was the case. Uh, Jess bought Monster Hunter on PlayStation 4 uh, or Xbox or something. She bought it and she played it for like the character creation portion of it. And then almost immediately abandoned it after that. <laughs> She's like, oh, that's right. I don't like Capcom games. <laughs> I heard it's better if you have, like, a squad or a teammate or somebody to play it with. Maybe. But I don't... It never looked good to me. I never wanted to play it. Yeah, I I don't think this is my type of game. Sorry if you're a Monster Hunter fan, but this is not our speed. I mean, I like some of this stuff in it, but, you know, it's just not not a game for me. No. So we'll just kind of move past that. Uh, Just go check it out if you're interested. But then we have a Demon's Souls gameplay ps5 for ps5 trailer and this is a i guess a remaster or remake of this game yeah i guess it's a i think it's a remake but it looks so it looks like you fight one guy at a time and they're all one hit and then the boss kills you this was not interesting to me this i don't know i was like okay this looks very different than i what i understood demon souls or dark souls to be 
because he's one hit killing all these enemies and he's barely having to like dodge and stuff so it's like this is this really how this game is i wonder if it just ramps up as you go through the whole thing maybe so i don't i i just i wonder is there a tutorial in this game unlike that dumb dumb game bloodborne i hated bloodborne hated it i watched jess play the beginning of bloodborne and then she just was destroyed by a werewolf so they, they they don't tell you how to do anything in that in that game uh they don't, there's no instructions there's no tutorial uh like humans can leave like pieces of paper around that that have terrible instructions on it and it's like that's supposed to be my it, it's terrible it's the worst idea ever i don't understand bloodborne at all I like the designs of everything. It's a cool designed game, but yeah, not I wouldn't play it. No. Uh, the graphics on this Demon Souls remake look look good. They do. Uh, but it yeah, it, it, it did not look compelling to me. No. Like I don't these are for, these are the kind of games for people who did like skip cutscenes. <laughs> yeah. Uh yeah. Yeah, that's exactly right. This is for people who like want a challenge and want to spend thirty minutes on trying to beat one thing, like in a fight, which I don't. I don't have time for. I just, you know, I want to. I want it to be fun. I don't. I'm not looking for a challenge necessarily, like a, a really hard challenge. Are you? No, God, I can't even do. I can barely do games when they're uneasy. Yeah, like life is enough of a challenge. I'm trying to relax. Like I can spend forty five minutes on some hard video game boss, and what do I get out of it? Nothing physically. It doesn't work for me. No, you don't get paid. Yeah. Uh, you don't get eternal glory because there's 12-year-old kids that can do it in half the time. Yeah, and they're streaming it on Twitch. And they're yeah. making money. <laughs> exactly. Uh, well, I'm going to shake my fist at the sky. <laughs> Don, you. Don, you kids. Curse you, Demon Souls. <laughs> uh, we had a gameplay PS5 trailer for Deathloop as well. Yeah. This one, I, while I probably will never get around to playing this game, I'm going to give this one props for looking kind of interesting and putting a, t- a twist on a genre. This, I think the gameplay in this is going to be real toit. I think this uh-huh. is probably going to be pretty fun, but I just can't get interested in it. I just don't have any interest in this. Same. I feel like this is a game that I would get highly addicted to when I was like 15. And I would play it all night until I got the time. Like, I used to do that with with things. Um, I would, yeah. I would like, in Mafia, I would play this certain levels over and over until I got so good at them where I could... There was one where you had to do a car chase, but I got so good at the driving in the game that I could beat the computer, and you weren't supposed to. Yeah, th- I mean, those are the days when you'd, like, speed run Star Fox. You know, like, you would just... You had the time. We had all the time in the world. Yeah, but I don't anymore, so I have to just play one bigger game every six months. And right now that's Ghost of Tsushima, and next it's Cyberpunk. And so basically I have the next year of my life planned out video game-wise. Yeah, that's pretty much right, yeah, for sure. Uh, I've got Squadrons coming up. I'm not even done playing Microsoft Flight Simulator, and I've got Squadrons coming up in a few days, like a week. Oh, yeah, I, I forgot about Squadrons. Well, Squadrons will be mostly, like, if I can play it with people type game. Yeah, I think you're right, yeah. That's that's for sure. Uh, okay, so then we had Vigor, a trailer for Vigor. This is a release trailer, and this is a free-to-play game. Uh, yeah, this is a, a straight up using the Witcher soundtrack in this trailer. Oh, was the, it? Yeah, the Witcher 
game. It's either literally exactly a track from it, or they changed one note per 13 second chunk, because it was so similar to this one song from The Witcher. Well, I didn't, uh, I haven't played The Witcher, so I didn't recognize that, but I did recognize this being really just a mix of PUBG and Fortnite. It is, that's all they did. I'm pretty sure that Fortnite already contains the the PUBG style gameplay, so I feel like it's just Fortnite Junior. So the well the, the reason I say it's a mix is because it has the you can build a base like in Fortnite, so you can like build stuff. So there's the building aspect like Fortnite, but the look of it looks like PUBG. Yeah, uh, for sure. That's yeah, a hundred percent agree. So so it's like blending those two worlds together and it and doesn't look like it did it particularly well, I don't think. No, I wasn't interested, but I, then again, I wasn't interested in PUBG or Fortnite. Yeah, I pl- I have PUBG. I'm terrible at it. I'm not good at it. I'm much better at uh that EA game, uh, Apex Legends. Oh yeah, yeah. Much better at that. It's a much better game. It's it's a lot just a lot better. So, we'll never touch Vigor. No thanks. Uh goodbye. Which brings us to the last trailer, the 8 Dell <laughs> trailer. Uh, such a stretch. It, it really is a stretch there, but that's what we're... This is the... Uh, the stretch... We're the stretch suckers? This is terrible. <laughs> <laughs> that one sounds weird. <laughs> uh, I, don't, I got nothing here. I got nothing left. Uh, so the Ghost Runner game, Ghost Runner is... Uh, it's, it takes place in a cyberpunk world. Yep, and it looks like Mirror's Edge. Cyberpunk yeah, that, Mirror's Edge. Yeah, yeah, that's a good that's a good description. Yep. It's got a katana too. Yeah, Mirror's Edge with a katana, so you're cutting dudes. Mm-hmm. And this is on Switch. I believe I think, so. Actually, I think it's on everything, but they they focused on Switch in the trailer. Yeah, I think that Vigor game did too. Yeah, I, I wonder if this game has been out and it's they're they're, they're just releasing it on Switch, and that's what this was. I, I never oh, yeah. heard of it. I never did either. I kind of I like the aesthetic of it, but yeah, I'll never get to it. Like I'll never get around to it. No, there's nothing. There's like these days the video game market is so crowded that if you if your game is not just like super compelling or something that I already like, then I'll never see it or touch it. Pretty much, yeah. And the and a lot of these folks listening to this podcast, this is the only connection you'll ever have with some of these games, probably. Yeah, and you won't remember it in a week that we talked about it because we won't either. We won't, for sure. Uh, There'll be another trailer next week and we'll be like, and here's a trailer for Ghost Runner. And we'll both be like, I never heard of that. Yeah, (laughs) that's exactly right. Uh, All right, you got anything else? Mm, No, nothing from me. I got nothing either. So that means that for Trailer Blazers, I'm Ben Moon and I am the Prince of Persia. For Trailer Blazers, my name is Nick Kelly and I'm starting at $4.99, but you can get the digital only edition of me for $3.99 if you can catch me on pre-order because I sell out fast. Happy Trailsers. Happy Trailsers. From Milton Bradley 